Diksha here and welcome to the third episode of Constitution of India podcast. Before we start, a sneak peek at constitutions around the world. The Constitution of San Marino is the world's oldest active written constitution since some of its core documents have been in operation since 1600, while the Constitution of the United States is the oldest active codified constitution. It was codified in 1789. So, what is a constitution? The constitution provides the fundamental principles based on which a state is formed. These include the method by which the state is organized, the distribution of powers among the different organs of the government, the scope and manner of exercise of governmental functions, and the relation of the government to the people over whom its authority is exercised. Based on this explanation, every nation, whether democratic or despotic, has a constitution. For instance, China is an authoritarian country and has a constitution, while USA, a liberal democratic nation, also has a constitution. So what is the use of having a constitution? How does the constitution of democratic countries like India, USA, UK and others different from constitutions of an authoritarian nations like China, Russia, North Korea and others? Every country has a constitution, but only some have constitutional law. Constitutional law refers to the acceptance of rule of law by the political elite without which the constitution itself is dead in the water. Rule of law means equality before law. Every citizen, irrespective of class, race, caste, creed, etc., are subjected to the ordinary law of the land. Rule of law also entitles those citizens affected by the government's action to challenge that act in independent courts and to expect that the executive will abide by the court's rulings. This aspect of rule of law where citizens have the right to approach the court and the court, the judiciary, has the power to declare any law made by the government as void if it is against the provisions of the constitution. This particular power is called judicial review. The power of judicial review as an apparatus is very important to promote and protect the rule of law. For instance, let's take India's neighbor, China. China is an authoritarian state and has a constitution. Its present constitution was adopted by the 5th National People's Congress on December 4, 1982. It is the fourth constitution in the country's history. The first constitution was adopted in 1954. Much of the People's Republic of China's constitution is modeled after the constitution of the Soviet Union, 1936. The Article 1 of the China's constitution describes China as a socialist state under the People's Democratic Dictatorship. It means the Communist Party represent and act on behalf of people and grant specific rights to all but adds that this freedom is conditional on supporting socialist principles, including the dictatorship of proletariat. So, people can lose their individual rights for several years if they found guilty of failing to support core principles, that is, the socialistic principles, 
China is led by Communist Party rather than constitutionally limited. The judiciary in China do not have the general power of judicial review, which enables them to strike down the legislation passed by the government. In comparison, let's look at the Constitution of India. The preamble of the Indian Constitution reads as follows. We, the people of India, having solemnly resolved to constitute India into a sovereign, socialist, secular, democratic republic and to secure to all its citizens justice, liberty, equality and fraternity. The preamble declared that the constitution has been given by the people themselves, thereby affirming the republican character of the polity and the sovereignty of the people. The democratic character of the Indian polity is illustrated by the provisions conferring on the adult citizens the right to vote and by the provisions for elected representatives and responsibility of the executive to the legislature. Here, preamble makes it very clear the people hold ultimate power and not any political party unlike China and also makes it clear the executive, that is the prime minister and his ministers, are accountable to the legislature. So, the executive power is limited by the constitution itself. Constitutional rule is therefore constraints on the government. It is developed to restrain authoritarian rulers and offers equal cover to minorities who are threatened in a democracy by zealous majorities. In this way, constitutional rule forms the cornerstone of liberal democracy. Hence, the function of the constitution is not only to provide a structure, rules and regulations to govern a country, but also to provide mechanisms to control the government so that they do not become authoritarian. And most importantly, it also provides ways to protect the rights of the citizens and minorities. China has a constitution which provides a structure to govern, but does not have the mechanism to limit the government and the citizens cannot go to the court against the government. In India, it is the first constitution which came into force on January 26, 1950. It has been over 70 years since India got independence and when compared to other British colonies who got freedom after 1940s, India is an exceptional country who survived with a single constitution based on rule of law, limiting the government, turning to authoritarian and protecting individual rights and minorities. Constitutional rule is a cultural as well as a legal notion. It refers to the acceptance of the rule of law by the political elite without which the constitution itself is of no use. Indian constitution was not the result of revolution but of research and deliberation by eminent representatives of the people who sought to improve upon the existing system of administration. The road to self-government and constitutional reforms can be traced back to 1858 when British Crown assumed sovereignty over India from the East India Company and Parliament enacted the first statute for the governance of India under the direct rule of the British government that is, the Government of India Act of 1858. This act established absolute power by the Crown without popular participation in the administration of the country. The subsequent history, up 
to the making of the constitution is the result of the freedom fighters demanding for self-government that led to the gradual relaxation of the imperial control and evolution of responsible government. It was the Indian freedom fighter, who may be considered as the political elite, who demanded for a constitution. In 1938, Pandit Nehru definitely formulated his demand for a constituent assembly. Thus, the National Congress stands for independence and democratic state. It has proposed that the constitution of free India must be framed without outside interference by a constituent assembly elected on the basis of adult franchise. The preamble of Indian constitution also declares that it is the fundamental law of the land. The governmental organs owe their origin to the constitution and derive their authority from and discharge their responsibilities within the framework of the constitution. The Union Parliament and the State Legislature are not sovereign. India has independent judiciary and judiciary has the power to declare a law unconstitutional if the law is found to have contravened any provisions of the constitution. Indian citizens can go to the court if any act of the government hinders their fundamental right or it is against the provisions of the constitution. So, under constitutional law, first, the power of the government is limited by the constitution. Second, a country is governed based on rule of law, where citizens can go to court when government acts against the fundamental rights and provisions of the constitution. Third, it offers equal cover to minorities who are threatened in a democracy by zealous majorities. It has been over 70 years since the adoption of the constitution and for the constitutional rule to survive a supportive culture among the elite and the citizens is a must, else may slip to an authoritarian regime and the document may end up just a fig leaf intended to cover the arbitrary power. That's it for today. I wish these podcasts kindle in you the interest to know about the state you live in and also about the Indian constitution. As citizens, it's a duty to know the document that governs us. Thank you for listening. I'm Diksha here signing off. Keep learning, take care and stay safe. Bye-bye.